When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Morning. It is Thursday, September 29th. Tomorrow, by the way, um, let me make sure I have it. Tomorrow is National Podcast Day. So, um, first off, I will tell you, share my podcast, because that is probably the, the thing that I want most. Uh, support your podcast. Um, the, the links are in the description. Um, but find a podcast you like. I mean, that's the main thing. You just heard me talk about Anchor. Um, they'll pay you to do a podcast. Uh, I started a podcast. Um, I t- well, I told Rick to start his podcast. Um, Rick, uh, Rick Barron, Richard Barron, uh, Election Insider. Uh, I, I love his podcast. I think he has one. He's, he's getting ready to do another one. And he's going to start a YouTube channel kind of like I have as well. Um, and if you're not watching on YouTube... Subscribe to YouTube. Zephin's on YouTube all the time on here. So um, uh, I had a very generous um, uh, person yesterday tip me. And uh, so thank you for that one. And also, uh, I want to give a shout out to Rose. Um, Rose has some questions about stocks and has been uh, asking her father, who, uh, Tom, happy 52nd birthday. Welcome to uh, year 52. Uh, since I'm on 52 as well. But I wanted to start out with those two things. I want to also start out with, uh, I think at the podcast yesterday, I predicted that the stock market would be down. I was way wrong. Um, it wound up yesterday. It, it goes to show you, even nobody knows what the hell the stock market's going to do. Um, you can't tell it. You, you, you can try and uh, determine what it's going to happen, but you can't tell what what's going to happen. You can't see what what's going to um, what this stuff is going to do. So it, essentially, don't try, don't try. Um, but you know, use the charts, use the fundamentals, and be an investor um, in this market. It pays to invest. God, the Dow's down four hundred and twenty-two points. It's just getting killed. Here's what happened yesterday. Um, uh, the 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 Bank of England essentially um, said mercy. Uh, their bond market was broken. Our bond market would be very similar uh, if uh, we were not the world standard currency. And that's that's what's scary about this. Uh, bank of England said, "Hey, we're gonna hold off fighting inflation right now." They're the only bank in the world. They said, "Hey, we're gonna hold off on that." Uh, and the reason they're holding off on it is because their bond market just broke. And so their bonds crashed overnight. Um, what you're seeing now, NASDAQ is down 2.5%, Dow down 1%, S&P down 1.8%. Um, uh, what you're seeing now is what should have happened yesterday, probably double. Yesterday's rally meant nothing. It, it was simply uh, the hopes that. Um, the 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 Federal Reserve might change their mind and might start slowing, but 
that's not going to happen. You saw um, Fed uh, <clears throat> Governor Meister of, of Cleveland this morning on CNBC saying, yeah, there's nothing that's changed. We're going to fight inflation. And the only way we have to fight inflation is to raise rates. And so they haven't made any difference, any movement <clears throat> in any of this. So they're going to continue to do that. Uh, and you're going to see bonds continue to go up. You're going to see rates continue to rise. And you're going to see stocks continue to decline. You're going to see earnings be brought down. And overall, the stock market will decline. Does that mean that you stop, you get out, you you don't trade? No. Uh, Jerome Powell may shock everyone. Uh, um, there's, there, there have been enough people saying that the... Uh, the 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 uh, inflation has come down enough. Uh, we're seeing it. We're just not seeing it in the labor market. That's the problem. And the the Fed has two mandates: it's inflation and uh, the 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 employment market. That those are the two things. Um, uh, I also wanted to talk about uh, yesterday. I heard a lot of talk, uh, kind of on interviews and podcasts and on TV, about alpha and beta. Uh, beta is a risk score and alpha is a growth store. So you, when you hear about people uh, hunting for alpha, they're hunting for growth. When you hear about them hunting for um, beta, they're hunting for safety. And so JP Morgan brought it up yesterday at a conference saying, hey, there is alpha out there. You can find um, some, 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 some growth out there. You just have to look. Uh, so I wanted to, if you want more of an explanation of alpha and beta, go to investopedia.com. That's the best place to get uh, definitions. Um, they, they, again, this is part of the, Zevin always asked me, when am I dropping my course? Well, I'm not going to drop a course. What I'm going to do is try and give you resources to go to find things. I'm going to teach you how I learn to read charts. Um, it's all free on the internet. There is nothing to charge for. I will charge you for the, uh, the, 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 the guidance that I give. And, and the only reason I charge people for the guidance is when I give it away for free, I've done this enough with my mentoring stuff. When I give it away for free, uh, or I don't do in-person kind of follow-up things and push the people, um, and, and I can't push you guys one-on-one. -on -one. There's just too many listeners for me to do one-on-one, -on -one. but when I don't push or when I don't follow up, or if I don't charge, people tend not to follow up and do it. And what I want to see is you guys succeed. So it won't be a crazy dollar amount, uh, but there will be a dollar amount in there. Uh, so let's start with, um, you know what? I'm going to start with roses. Um, one of the things that Tom wrote to me, uh, yesterday was PDBC. It's a commodity ETF. Um, let me pull it up here. Um, PDBC and I'm kind of doing a contortionist thing right here, right now. I'm gonna move this microphone. Sorry if you're hearing that. Um, but PDBC, it's a commodity ETF. It's gotten way sold off. Year to date, it's up 16.5%. Um, the dividend yield uh, is 42%. Um, let's look at it uh, from a chart perspective and from an algorithm perspective because you can see it's pulling up right here uh, on my screen. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see it. Look at that button hook. It has not crossed up, but it's about to. Um, let me pull this up. 
it's going to give you a, a buy signal probably on this morning's candle. Um, we're going to pull that down. Where did that go? Um, let me pull this. There we go. Um, I am going to collapse this list because I can't see stuff. Ugh. Man, this is crazy. Um, ugh. It's just, again, I'm working on this laptop, but you can see there's a button hook. That's all you have to see. Let's pull this back a little bit. Um, not available for a given type of asset. I don't know what that means. Um, but yeah, sorry. You can see that button hook. It's going to cross up here. <clears throat> it has been sold off um, probably around 1640 or so is where you're going to get a buy-in. I'll, I'll update this. But if we go and we look at this one, uh, PDBC, and I'll bring up Jackson's suggestion uh, on <clears throat> later. It, it, great suggestion, Jackson, from uh, Instagram. You can see dividend is for 43%. 43%. Year-to-date, 17%. Clearly, there's that support level with multiple bottoms in here. It's broken that level. Most likely, that trend line that's going down these two, it's an ascending triangle. Um, most likely, that kind of uh, that that breakage right there, you can see it used as support here, used as support here, used as support here. If you get a buy here, probably it'll come up. Um, again, this is a commodity strategy index, so it's an optimum yield, 40% dividend. Um, you're making 40%. Uh, the reason it went up is because commodities went crazy. Most likely you're going back to this mm, 14 or 15 level. You're not going back to this 21 level, uh, but Commodities are something that just decline in a recession. So it's probably something that, that I don't know for a long term it makes sense, but with commodities like oil, uh, I'd have to look at the, the actual makeup of PDBC. I don't see it, but I'd have to pull it up on Fidelity and see, okay, what are the top holdings, things of that sort. If it's an energy-focused commodity, um, exchange-traded fund, ETF, uh, it looks like it's financial, uh, but it's commodity. Again, it's commodities. Commodities in recession, they're, they're, they don't do great. And you can see when recession fears started pulling in, that's when this really started to decline. There's your June lows, um, and then it started to decline from there. In your August, uh, your July run-up and your, uh, your August run-up, it just kind of traded in the same area wasn't anything great. So uh, I do think that there's an opportunity there uh, to try and make sure uh, that you're getting the 40%, but I wouldn't want you to lose 40%. So I, I do think that there's there's probably more bottom here. That that triangle just scares me, breaking that, that multiple bottom in September, in August, in July. And back in uh, March. That's a little scary. But again, Rose, great suggestion. I mean, 40% on a dividend is crazy. We talked about it yesterday 
um, using Finviz to try and find uh, stocks that pay huge dividends. Um, this is just an ETF that pays a huge dividend. So um, next, I wanted to bring up energy because we had LNG was under 150. And I think it was just for one day. But let's pull it up and see where it's trading at right now. Yesterday, energy shot up. Um, today, I don't exactly know where it is, but uh, I would assume with Nord Stream, issues on Nord Stream again going on. There was a leak in the Nord Stream pipeline. Um, I think the, De the Dutch reported a leak in the Nord Stream pipeline. Um, you're going to see this one go back up. Yeah, it was just a day. It went just under 150. I, again, I think this one, if I look at this one, I'd say that 145 uh, is a, a significant support level here. Um, you would not be in yet, but probably today that MACD is going to cross up. If I pull this up and I look at it, and again, my apologies for the slowness of this, but when I have a GarageBand, OBS, and a Safari open, it tends to just um, not do well. But when I look at, look at that, it is definitely looking like it's going to cross up here. And it'll probably cross up at 160. You've got earnings coming up November 2nd. They're going to announce a Incredible! They already pre-announced. Um, they raised their dividend on the last earnings. Um, you're going to see quite a bit of good news from this this stock. Let's move this down. Um, come on down here, buddy. Come on down. There we go. Um, yeah, look at. Oh, and it went too far. This is the fun part of this. Sorry for the podcast listeners not listening, um, not seeing what I'm doing. But again, I'm moving this chart around so you can see that button hook. See that button hook happen right there? Uh, I think you play this at 160 for a, a run to 180. That's a good 10% move. I don't think there's any reason why it shouldn't go back to one, 180. Um, you're not getting a 20% move, I don't think, in this one. but you probably are getting a, a, a good 10% move. Um, Venom is another one that Tom brought up. This is one with a huge dividend. Uh, Venom Energy, I think it's VNM. Um, let's see. Uh, doo -doo -doo -doo. I think it was Venom Energy. Let me see. Doo -doo -doo. Doo -doo -doo. VNM is Vanek Vietnam. No, no, that's not it. Um, let me go on to my Twitter and look. I'm not going to pull it up on screen. It's faster on my phone. But that is one that Tom has brought up. Um, multiple. <clears throat> um, I have this list for him. Do, 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 do. Um, let me see. I'm sorry to not be totally prepared on this one, but Venom Energy was what I wanted to bring up. Uh, Eli Lilly, he did. Tom, I'm scrolling through all of your 
<clears throat> list. Oh, it's Viper Energy. Viper Energy. V-N-O-M. V-N-O-M. Let's look at that one. Uh, Tom gave me a list to look at, too. So I'm going to look at those um, those things. We had did have some earnings come up, but those earnings are just going to be... They were bad. The market's just bad. It's not good. Um, energy, in my mind, is the place to be because I think you'll see it start to pop up. Um, and by the way, uh, just to spoil the future... I am not going to go over any scans. Almost every stock yesterday that I own had a MACD cross-up. All the ARCs, everything. Um, Remember, we were uh, riding this capitulation wave. uh, And then you had this this run-up yesterday. So you're going to see the button hook in almost everything. My apologies about the, uh, the leaf blower outside. But you're going to, oh, that was the garage door. Um, You're going to see that button hook. You're going to see it go up. You're going to see everything. So I will not be going over scans. Um, I will give you some some stocks today to look at, to buy, uh, mostly energy. And Jackson had a great play, and I'll go over that. But I will not be going over uh, any cross-ups. And the reason is there's too many. The stock market is going to go down. It's going to crash. The only thing you want to play right now, uh, whether you're investing in uh, short-term or long-term, is probably the inverse ETFs that I talk about all the time. Uh, Anything else that you're looking at, you probably have an opportunity to get in, like Google under 100, Microsoft under 240, Apple uh, probably under 140 at the time this is done. Um, but again, I don't think that you want to um, uh, to do anything major as far as buying. You buy small lots. You buy a percentage because I do think we have a, a, a another leg down. But don't miss it. Get in because you can't time this stuff. Venom Energy. Uh, see this little button hook right here. You don't have the cross up yet, but it's probably on this candle right at about 28. Uh, you could be going back up to the 30s. So 28 on Venom Energy. Uh, I think it's a good buy right there. Let's look at uh, VNOM. It's not Venom Energy. What is it? Um, Viper Energy. Why do I keep calling it Venom? I don't know. I'm bad at this stuff, uh, but uh, Viper Energy. Let's see, their dividend is huge as well, eleven percent. Um, their actual dividend X date. Let's see, did it pull up? They passed their dividend X date. They do have earnings coming up November seventh. You've got these volume shelves here. You got support right about twenty seven, twenty eight dollars. I think you're fine buying it. I think you're easily going up to 30. Again, this is energy. Um, the, the fears of a recession are going to drive it down, but I like it. Um, Tom says, strong U.S. dollar today. Buy UUP. Uh, UUP. Let's see what UUP is and let's look at it. Um, UUP is, I think it's probably against the U.S. dollar. Um, 
He's been shorting Europe, he's told me. Um, UUP is the U.S. Dollar Index Bullish Fund. So you can see how strong it is. Um, God, that's been a crazy run up. Um, the algorithm gets you 16%. Buying and holding this makes you 19%. The average win is 2%. So you don't make much on the average win. But you can see since we've gone in here, August 15th, 2845, you're trading at $30.29. This is not a fund that has been made to do that. But UUP, I think you're getting that button hook and I think you're getting oversold here. You're probably going to have a MACD cross down. So I'm not sure I would get into this one. Um, again, who knows how far we're going to fall on this one, but that's one. Uh, shorting gold, dust. Um, Tom recommended this to me. I think I brought it up on the podcast a couple of days ago. But dust is a short of gold. And the algorithm has you... God, I wish my computer were a little bit faster so I didn't need to talk uh, all this much. But dust, you've got that button hook. See that button hook? You would not be in this one. I probably would have... I think it's getting you out on this candle. So I'm not sure I would get into that one. You, you have had significant gains on this. Your average win is 10%. The algorithm loses you 14%, ironically. Um, buying and holding makes you 44%. So you're not really doing well on the algorithm with this. It's, it's probably, again, it's a two times uh, bear of gold. So I, I think gold has been doing okay. Uh, let's look at short China. Y-A-N-G, Yang. Y-A-N-G, it's a short of China. Um, and Tom's got a bunch of short uh, that he wants me to look at. Um, FTSE, China Bear. It's a three times levered ETF short of China. Yang, you'd be in this one uh, at 15.59 as of September 8th. It's at $22 today. Completely oversold. Look at how high that MACD is. It's about to cross over. I probably wouldn't get into this one right now. It's just way too oversold. Um, short Tesla, we've talked about the uh, the TSLQ, which is the short of single stocks. He's got Apple in here as well. Um, I'll look at that next. But the short of Tesla, there's two stocks that have really held up in this market. And that's Tesla and Apple. And those two stocks, mm, I, I don't know that I'd short this one. It doesn't have a lot of uh, a lot of historical factors in it. I, I don't there's no 200 day because it hasn't been out that long. but you can see that little button hook in the nine day and the 21 day. Um, the Bollinger bands are wide open. So they they just cinched up on this buy at 37.92. The MACD is a little bit up above the oscillator, not too high, but the RSI is at 61. I don't know that I'd get in there. Um, again, Tesla has held up well. 
what's going to happen is um, October 1st, I think they released their monthly uh, or quarterly um, sales. So you're going to see how they held up through the, uh, through the, the downturn. Um, Elon hasn't necessarily been positive, but he hasn't been negative either. God, and, and all of the, the stocks continue to just get killed, by the way. Um, just absolutely destroyed. Apple, it's a bear. It's a one-time bear. A-A-P-D. A-A-P-D is the symbol. Um, it, again, it doesn't have a lot of historical because it's brand new. It'll help you short. Um, Apple, it's just a one-time bear. So as Apple goes down, this one goes up. I don't know that you necessarily want to bet on this one. I could probably buy this as a hedge, um, make some money in both ways, just protect myself and not necessarily sell my Apple stock, but not short it. I could also sell some covered calls. And most likely, um, if I owned Apple, and, and again, I, I hope most of my audience owns Apple. If you own Apple, you can sell com- some covered calls against those shares. Uh, sell some way out of the date covered calls and collect some premium. Um, that, that'll help you hedge. I don't know if it, uh, it will essentially cover the losses that you're going to see, but gets you some money back and you get to hold that on. We've talked about the short NASDAQ SQQQQ today. It's up huge. NASDAQ is down by almost two and a half percent. Uh, let's see. Yeah, Dow's down 1.8%. NASDAQ is down almost 3%. So SQQQ, probably up 10%. Um, short small cap, TZA is another one. Um, this one is, and I'm going to pause the podcast real quick. Dogs are going to cry to go outside. Hold on one second. Sorry about that. I had to let the dogs out. Um, so... We're moving on, uh, continuing on this. TZA is a short of the small cap. Um, boy, why is this? Does this sound so much worse? TZA, um, let's look at it. It's a, a three-time levered ETF short of small caps. You can see it right here, September 18th. Um, it is, you can see that, that, See that little button hook? Yeah. I don't know that I like this one either. See the MACD crossing down? Again, a lot of these shorts have been played out by now, but TZA is it. Now, Tom also brings up Uvixi. Uvixi, you guys know I love Uvixi. Um, the VIX is uh, above, I bet it's above 35 today. Um, this one is huge. Under 10, I love it. Over 10, Sell it. Uh, it's at twelve ninety two. So today, um, it, it's going up. It's still going up. God. Yesterday took the day off. Kind of broke that nine day. Um, the entry on this one was at ten forty one uh, on September fourteenth. You're seeing that MACD. And let me expand this a little bit so you can see it a little bit better. Um, but you're seeing that MACD. See how it's come down? It didn't cross. So my algorithm didn't get you out. It didn't cross, and it's shooting back up today. The VIX is going up. 
because we're seeing a ton of volatility today. Um, you know, you're, you're going up and down a lot today. Uh, I'm just looking at the Dow. The S&B is down 2.33%. The Dow is continuing to fall down 550 points at the current time. Uh, I think it opened up down about 300. So you're seeing Uvixi rise. If you guys are day trading, look at that Active Trader Pro screen um, and, and and view it uh, so you can see Uvixi. Maybe what I'll do after this is I'll pull up Active Trader Pro on uh, YouTube and see what I can do um, to try and see if that that'll stream a little bit on this laptop. Um, short Biotech L A B D. Tom likes this one too. I, my guess is before this one pulls up, I'll pull it up on the algorithm. But before it pulls up. My guess is it's overplayed as well. Um, you know, sometimes these things just you can't you can't play them because they've been overplayed. And and while it's it's not always a sign that it's going to come back down, you just don't want to waste you know risk your money there. There's better places to put your money. Uh, yeah, see that button hook right there. Um, my guess is let's wait for the algorithm to kind of put in the buys and sells. You were in at 22.15. Most likely, this is going to get you out with that, that downturn. Now, we are way down today. That way down pressure um, looks like it's um, probably going to push this up. So that button hook may be a fake out. But I, I'm, I'm not ready to go there. I'm not ready to put money in. Um, it's clear that that RSI is down at 46. It got down there real fast. Um, so it might be due for another leg up. Um, but LABD is an S&P Biotech bear, a three-time levered bear. So LABD is it. Uh, let's look at a short of Europe, EPV. Now this one, I, I don't think there's a, a bottom in this one. I don't think there's a top in this one, I should say. Um, Europe is going to crash. You look at Italy uh, with their elections. Um, going crazy, uh, kind of voting in a, a neo-Nazi kind of a party, I should say, with neo-Nazi ties um, and, and historical, just a bad, bad party. They're voting them in because, you know, again, they're, they, they want nationalism. It's, it's similar to a lot of um, uh, folks in this country who want to isolate and nationalize. Um, Make America Great Again is, is, is all about nationalism, uh, not that it's a bad thing, but with a world economy, you can't, you, you, the, the number one can't nationalize completely because we are relying on China. We are relying on that market. If you want to nationalize and stop selling things to China, stop making things in China, um, stop, you know, uh, manufacturing overseas, you're going to raise our prices. It's probably what led to a, a lot of inflation. Uh, it's not the only thing, but it was a contributor. Uh, I'm not an economist, but we got uh, we got addicted to low rates, um, uh, low manufacturing, and uh, high output and, and high sales. Where we, we you know an unlimited market to sell. That that's international, an international business. Um, you know, again, I'm not an economist, so I'm not an expert. But this EPV, look at the button hook again. Um, at some point, it's going to cross down. But I think Europe's ready for a crash. 
and this one is a ultra short um, pro shares. It's uh, a short on Europe. And of course, we have Boyle and KOLD. UNG, uh, I already did. I think that one's going from 160 to 180. Uh, Boyle, I, I think it's the same thing. Again, it, it's simple supply and demand. There is not enough supply of liquid natural gas. And Boyle is liquid natural. It should, I should say it's not just liquid. It's natural gas. Um, Boyle has just been destroyed from 109 down to 50. It's been cut in half. Um, this is uh, ultra Bloomberg natural gas. Um, the, the algorithm has gotten you out with significant losses over the past couple of times. It's had a couple of fake outs. You've got this, this gap up here um, between 85 and 95. Um, my belief is at some point in time when we turn around, and that but that that MACD is almost crossing up, but we've got so much further down that we could go just historically that it, it, it is still a little bit dangerous in my mind to kind of get into this. But that MACD down there, uh, it's crazy. The RSI is at 27 on, on Boyle. And, and you've got a winter coming up. Look at all the stuff that's going on in Florida today. Uh, hopefully, you know, my Florida listeners can listen to me, but those are the ones that Tom had, had me go over. Um, I, I think they're great. It's a great list. Again, uh, UUP is a strong, uh, is a, um, a bull on the, the dollar. Uh, it's gone up tremendously. It's not built to be a hugely volatile, uh, ETF. If you want to short gold by dust, D U S T. Um, I like that one. I just think it's been a little bit played. Short China, Y-A-N-G. Again, it's been played. Um, short Tesla, T-S-L-Q. You'd be in that one. Uh, I'm not sure I would play short Tesla, but uh, I'd rather see you buy Tesla around 280, 275 in that neighborhood. Probably just hold on to it. Short Apple is A-A-P-D. There's not enough uh, candles for me to really look at, and I'd hate to, to think that Apple is going down enough, another 10% or so, um, I'd rather see it go up, so I'd rather root for it. Short NASDAQ, we talk about this one all the time. SQQQQ, short, uh, short the small caps, TZA. Again, it's kind of been played. Uvixi, VIX is up way, way high today. Uh, Dow is down now 600 points, by the way. We're continuing to slide. Uh, short Biotech, LABD. Short Europe, EPV. Um, so, uh, those are your ones that that Tom wanted me to go over. Um, let's see. LNG, Devin and Oxy under 60. Venom. Uh, no. Uh, yeah. Venom Energy. Is it Venom Energy? I, I already forgot it. DRV. Let's look at DRV. This one should be flying today. Flying today. Um, let's see where it's at. Oh God, it's at $70, $70.35. This has been a crazy, crazy ride on this one. Um, the buy was at 46. You're at $70 right now. So hopefully you guys got in on that one. A couple of stocks that I like here. Nike, when it's under a hundred, Google, when it's under a hundred, um, Starbucks, 
The coffee giant increased its quarterly dividend to 53 cents per share from 49 cents, effective November 25th. Uh, so I, I like Starbucks. I, honest to God, I got my data out of Starbucks. I kind of feel guilty about it in the 70s. It's now in the 80s. Vail Mountain Resorts, the company's loss, narrowed its fiscal fourth quarter and sales topped Wall Street's expectations. Um, it is up 31% from a year ago. Uh, highlighted the, the CEO highlighted labor shortages as an issue for the company in its most recent quarter. Writing in the earnings release that our ancillary business continued to uh, be capacity constrained by staffing. That's huge. That's a ski resort. They can't get people to work there. Tesla. Tesla appointed Airbnb co-founder Joe Gebbia as an independent member of its board of directors. Three months after Oracle chair Larry Ellison stepped down, Gebbia spent 14 years with Airbnb before stepping back from its full, his full-time role in July. A great move. Uh, I, I think that's a fantastic one. CarMax down big. They missed expectations. They identified vehicle sales down, um, and they 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 financing was an issue as well uh, with the rates up. Uh, Bed Bath and Beyond posted a wider than expected loss. The stock has gone crazy. I'm not even going to pull up the chart. It's gone crazy. Occidental OXY Oxy higher as Berkshire bought more more shares. They bought six million more shares. They are now up to 21 percent. You remember there's a filing and they got approved to actually own up to 50%. So now Jackson's from Instagram. I, I thought this was a, a really, really timely suggestion yesterday. Generac, uh, what is it? Generac Generators, I think is what they, they actually make. GNRC is the, uh, the symbol. Um, Jackson wrote, and I'm going to read directly from Instagram so I don't mess this up. Um, I have a stock pick for you. The company is Generac, GNRC. The MACD crossed up on September 26th, and the RSI currently sits at 38. He's bullish on the, the company short term as he believes they will benefit from power outages in Florida. Anybody have any friends in Florida, you know those outages. Are, I spent 2004, I went through four hurricanes in St. Augustine in that year. I spent two weeks straight through in August with no air conditioning. Uh, I will tell you it built character in me. Uh, it was hell at the time. I didn't die, um, but it was not comfortable. And, and again, I was a healthy, what, 30-something-year-old. Um, so I, I was not in danger. There's a lot more people in danger in Florida. Um, it appears that they are the leader in power generators, not connected to the grid, I was watching CNBC and they're also investing in battery storage technology for homes. I have been looking for a battery storage for my parents and I do know the Tesla wall. I'm a huge Tesla fan. I own a Tesla. My parents have a Model X. I have a Model 3. Um, I love Tesla. The Tesla power wall is some, A, it's hard to get. Um, B, it is uh, probably not the best best battery backup system in my uh, research. Um, it, it is significantly a better battery system, I think, long term. And remember, when we talk about batteries, it's just not the quality of the battery. It's the battery technology that, that, that really matters. In a Tesla car, 
It's not the battery, you know, their, their battery technology is not better than everybody. It's just their use of the battery. It's their charging of the battery. It's the long-term um, caretaking of the software of the battery. So Generac probably has, um, well, I shouldn't say that. I did research them. Um, their earnings are coming up October 31st. And when I researched them as far as battery backups, they do have it. Um, uh, the LG battery, I think was one of the best. And this is going back about a year ago, but Generac have it. Uh, now here's the thing. Generac had a MACD cross up. Jackson is right. They had a MACD cross up here at 189. Currently today you're trading at 174. So this might be a loss. But here's the killer. You've got uh, the RSI at 32 today. That MACD cross-up happened. This may get you out. But significantly here, I will tell you, when I looked back at this company um, and I looked at their um, historicals, um, if we look at a... And and you're going to be dealing with a, a lot larger talk about battery systems, specifically, Jackson's 100% right, specifically with uh, Florida right in entail now. You're going to hear more about renewables. Uh, I have two friends, one in Sarasota and one in Fort Myers. Both of them have power. So, um, I, I'm wow, Rocket Labs, RKLB. He's down 4%. ARC Invest dips into space, buys 3 million of Rocket Lab. Uh, I'm just looking at that one. So up on my screen, I've got GNRC. Again, I have two friends in Florida. Look at that dip down. You have moved from a positive trend to almost a negative trend. See, it's piercing that red line. That's the 200-day. Look at the 50-day. You're moving towards a death cross. I do think that Generac is probably going to be a good um, a stock, but you can see this is 2019. Look at as we go up. The Bollinger Bands are sinking up here. So there's a move, but are you going back down to this volume shelf at 111? Um, this volume shelf here, let's pull it back. We're going to pull this volume shelf. Uh, I'm going to pull it up to the highs of August, September, 2021. And let's look at these volume shelves build here to see where the support is. Because if you have no support down here, see, you've got no support of recent purchases down here. So if we pull it back and we look at um, right before February 24th, the week of February 24th, and we look at these volume, look at that. You're going to see a volume shelf right here at one. This is why I wanted to, to look at the weekly. 166 is probably a decent shelf here for Generac. You're at 175. Um, look at that RSI. You're complete. Look at that MACD. You're completely oversold. This was thought to have been a, a um, pandemic winner. I think it's more than that. Uh, if you go to Finviz and you look at some of the articles on Generac, I was trying to look at some of the paywall ones, um, and, and I posted a tweet um, about uh, 13 free websites that should be um, illegal, and the number two was a website called 12 Foot Ladder. 
which allows you to read articles behind paywalls. Well, I kind of looked at the article. Um, uh, more power outages make stock, storm stock Generac a buy. Shares could surge 50%. That was just published on September 22nd by Barron's. Um, I could not read it. And I went to 12 foot ladder and it wouldn't let me read it. So it's an interesting one. But I do love this uh, suggestion from Jackson. I, I think it's timely. I, I think the stock has been beaten down. Um, when you look at the, the only thing that worries me about this um, is uh, RC. Uh, when I looked at, at, at Finvis and I looked at their PE, their PE is 24. Forward PE is at 13. Year to date, they're down 46%. They are 4% above their 52-week low. They're 66% above their 52-week high, uh, below their 52-week high. But that is a clear, clear downward trending stock. There is something uh, functionally wrong with this one, whether it was a pandemic winner and that's where it's being viewed. The most recent uh, Jefferies initiated coverage, their price target's 190. It's trading at 175. These monkeys don't put a price target of 190 um, and say, hey, it's going to get there. That's a long-term view. Now, June of 20, 29th of 2022, uh, Wells Fargo uh, said, hey, we're overweight and their price target is 285. They're probably going to have to come down. Uh, a lot of these in 2022 were pointing towards a four or $500 price target. My personal opinion, I, I think you look at that 24, it probably wants to be at 17, unless they're significantly growing. Uh, I looked at Fidelity, and Fidelity said Caterpillar was a similar, uh, similar stock. Look at their PE. The, the Caterpillar is 13. The PE of Generac is 26. So I, I do worry that it's an overvalued stock and that's why it's in a downward trend because as rates go up, as things go, uh, as, as it gets more expensive, as they pull in some of their earnings, maybe that, you know, people tighten. Remember generators are luxury. They're not something that it, that is a, a necessity. So there you go. Jackson, I love, I loved it. Um, thank you, Rose. Thank you, Tom. Hopefully you guys are still listening. Thank you for bearing with me. I am going to work on trying to make sure that I can record this podcast maybe a little better. Um, maybe I plug into my, uh, my iPad to record this next time rather than using the computer and I can stream on the computer, but it wasn't much better just using OBS, but I'll figure it out. Um, again, remember this market is ugly. It is ugly. Use your inverse to try and, uh, hedge. God, it is ugly. Yeah. They gave back all the Wednesday rally. Uh, and then some, and it's going to get worse. Use your inverses SQQQ. Um, let's just go over that. Uh, your, your bear SPXU. Uh, that's the S and P. Um, your bear SQQQ that, that bears the, uh, the, uh, NASDAQ and SARK that, that is probably up what, four or 5% since the, 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 uh, the arcs are down, but I'm going to stay on YouTube. I'm going to trade on active trader pro. Just look at some of these and I'll probably throw some money in, but 
Let me see how that streams. Okay. Take care, everybody. And remember, tomorrow is podcast day. So share my podcast. Um, and if you if you feel like supporting me, uh, thanks again. Welcome to the 52-year uh, club, Tom. Um, but if you feel like supporting me, the links are in the description. Thanks, everybody. See you.